Wednesday, the 11th of October, 2017. This morning is very dark as I wake to the sound of David's voice. Time to rise and start the day. It is very quiet through the house. As I go out into the upstairs corridor, I can hear Jaunty's peaceful, even breathing. He is in the room next to mine. The sound of the shower suddenly awakes me fully from my reverie. The sound is soon joined by the hissing from the boiler as it starts to refill and heat up the tank to replace the water that David is now using. I can hear Rosie disturbing and is soon greeted by her tousled hair framed face, her little yawn and a big hug. Rosie loves hugs. Wherever you are and whatever you are doing, Rosie demands a hug. There is no sound from Marshall's room except for what sounds like a gentle purr even though his bedroom is right next to the airing cupboard where the tank is, Marshall remains in a deep sleep. There's no sound from Cynthia's room either. Carla has her bedroom in what we call the gatehouse, mainly because it is a building situated by one of the front gates. Nicky is out in the back of the garden in the garden room. Soon the kitchen will be alive with the noise and clamour of the morning. Dishes will be rattling and knives and forks noisily placed on the table. There will be the usual exchange of dream experiences, if anyone can remember theirs. And finally, breakfast orders taken by yours sincerely. Everyone is soon down, everyone that is except Marshall. That is amazing since his bedroom is situated directly above the kitchen, where the high-spirited clamour and morning greetings must surely have woken him up. But no, it is a sleep of the innocent. I hope. Normally... I have my Wednesday morning group today, but we are not meeting because I think I'm starting cold and didn't want to put the older members at risk. Normally my friend Jo would hold it at her house in my stead, but she has an appointment in London today. Numbers would be low anyway, therefore it is best to cancel it for one week. Jaunty and Rosie have their visiting tutor this morning for maths and classic and I shall be doing some baking. We are low in the cake tin at the moment and Carla came over for her breakfast and stayed until she went away for an appointment. Then, a very rare moment, I was alone. I made banana cakes for the children and the tutor's tea and milk time at 10.15. Banana cakes are a great way of using up speckled bananas. Why is it that children never want to eat speckled bananas? I think they're in the most delicious stage of the ripening of a banana. When we have our Wednesday morning group, my very special friend May always makes very good cakes to bring along and the children look forward to Wednesday because it is May's special cake day. I therefore felt compelled to bake some cakes for this, although I was looking forward to working on this journal and talking to you, my dear great-great-grandchildren. After lunch, Marshall went off to his placement, and although I still felt that a cold was threatening me, I thought that after our cooking session, we might go for a brisk walk and blow the cobwebs away. We always do cooking on a Wednesday afternoon. It was not strictly cooking, as we were going to make old-fashioned lemonade. We used a recipe to make a lemon syrup of its keeping qualities and could be diluted whenever we needed it. The recipe that we used was this old-fashioned lemonade. Into a large glass jug we put three cups of sugar. We added to this three cups of lemon juice. We then added one cup of boiling water. 
We finally added one level dessert spoon of citric acid and the grated rind of a fresh lemon, organic or well washed. Stir well until all the sugar is dissolved and cover the jug until it's quite cool. Bottle up to be used when required. Yummy! As you can imagine, the children really enjoyed making this and enjoyed drinking it once it was made. The rest of the afternoon did not go as we planned. The wind came up and the rain came down and it turned really very cold. Normally we would enjoy the challenge of a day like this, to be buffered and battered in the swirl of autumn leaves. But given I had a slight temperature and the children were not keen, we decided to stay at home and play games. We have a very good one that teaches the time. We lit the fire, or rather Nicky came in and did it, and we all had a cosy afternoon together, doing what is especially nice to do one a rainy, windy afternoon has come. Nikki has been down to the hen compound and she says that the girls, her lovely hens, are pretty freaked out by the wind. It is 16 minutes past five and David has just come in from work. Nice and early tonight. The children love this as we can all sit down for supper together. <laughs>